Hey there, friends and foes. Welcome to a brand new audio-only episode of Back of the Cereal Box, brought to you by Hitchhiker Toys. And this is a brand new Midweek in Geek episode. We're going to be talking about the news coming from Kellogg's, new comics, yum, and talking about the Kenobi finale and getting your views and your opinions, and we're going to do that right after this. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean, Elvis Presley and he's still the king. Some things are Welcome back, friends and foes. This is Back of the Cereal Box, a pop culture podcast celebrating the fun of the Saturday mornings of our youth while surviving adulthood today. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And I am of an age where we did not have iPhones or iPads at the breakfast table on Saturday mornings. We were reading the back of the cereal box in between cartoons, comics, kaiju, and kung fu movies. And that was our newspaper. That was the world. And this podcast, we cover the pop culture that I was exposed to on the back of the cereal box. And we do it in our pajamas, eating big bowls of cereal. And this morning, you might be able to hear it. I'm eating... A brand new cereal that I discovered a couple of weeks ago, and I am obsessed with it. The brand new Cinnamon Sugar Rice Krispies. First of all, it's cinnamon, and I'm obsessed with cinnamon. Second of all, it's Rice Krispies. How could you go wrong? It's delicious. It's got snap, crackle, pop. It's exciting, and it's perfect for Saturday morning cartoons. And that brings us to our first news this morning. If you haven't heard, Kellogg's, what a segue. Because Cinnamon Sugar Rice Krispies is made by Kellogg's and Kellogg's is in the news. Kellogg's recently announced that they are splitting into three companies. Their snacks, their cereal, and their plant-based foods. Um, Three companies... And they're going to move from, uh, from Battle Creek, Michigan, to Chicago, Illinois. So, basically, this isn't going to affect your favorite cereals. This is basically going to allow Kellogg's to create separate teams that allow them to focus on specific products. And that's going to improve their products overall. So this is not a bad thing. This is a good thing. And I would expect the outcome of this to be that I can finally get the Kenobi Frosted Flakes on store shelves in Middle Tennessee. 
but I'm not bitter. Also in the news this week, this comes from our Cryptid Crunch division. Bigfoot hunters believe that they got thermal footage of the creature watching them. And this comes from the Travel Channel show Expedition Bigfoot. And they release new footage using a thermal camera. And, okay, I've seen the footage, I've seen the pictures... It's impossible to say what is behind that tree. Definitely there is something, but it could be a bear. It could be a deer. It could be a Sasquatch. It's impossible to say. I really wish that in the day of contemporary technology, modern technology, we could finally start to see some definitive proof of evidence of cryptids. I happen to believe that they're out there. It just frustrates me that when we get footage, it's a blurry thermal image or it's a shaky phone camera. Look, if I see Bigfoot and I'm taking pictures or video, I'm going to hold that camera as still as I possibly can to get the best picture possible so that people aren't calling me a crazy lunatic. People, get better at taking pictures of cryptids. What do you guys believe? Travel Channel's Expedition Bigfoot? Did they capture a true thermal image? Or do you kind of agree with me? It could be anything. And now it's time for new comics. Yum! A lot of great new comics are hitting the shelves this week. And you might be asking, Johnny, what do comic books have to do with breakfast cereal and cartoons and Saturday mornings? Duh. My youth was spent getting up, watching cartoons, eating cereal, then we'd watch a Godzilla movie, head down to the comic book shop, or head down to the mall, to the bookstore, and we were always picking up comics on Saturday. That, for me, was New Comics Day. Well, today, New Comics Day is Wednesday, and I'm just going to share some of our picks that you might be interested in checking out. First up is Moon Knight, issue number 12. And this is by Jed McKay and Alessandro Capuccio. And it all comes down to this. Moon Knight versus Zodiac in the final struggle for Mark Spector's soul in the Battle of the Midnight Mission. And what I love about this is this is continuing... The team up with Moon Knight and Tigra, they make an awesome team. And I really hope that this leads to a reunion with uh, Mockingbird and maybe even a version of the West Coast Avengers reforming. That would be fantastic. Moon Knight number 12. Also up is Fantastic Four number one. Wait, the new Fantastic Four Number one, this is by Peter David, Alan Robinson, and Nick Bradshaw. It's Spider-Man, Ghost Rider, Wolverine, and the Hulk. When these unlikely heroes first banded together to become the new Fantastic Four, they made Marvel history. And this team fan favorite, they return in all new adventures written by Peter David. And it's set shortly after the events of the group's first appearance back in the early or mid-90s. So this is a retro story. 
It's issue number one in a five-issue limited series. Check that out. You'll look better after reading it. Also out this week are some great indie titles that I'm excited about from Behemoth Comics. We've got The Illusion Witch, book one. It's a graphic novel by Romero, Enrico, Gomez, and Lentz. That looks phenomenal. It looks like a time travel uh, fantasy sword and sorcery adventure. Then we've got Tyler Crook with The Lonesome Hunters. And Tyler Crook has been doing some phenomenal work with uh, Cullen Bunn on Tales of Harrow County. He's one of the co-writers and the artist. Beautiful art. And... um, I don't know anything about this book, but if it's Tyler Crook and if it's his artwork, I am all in. Also up this week on shelves is from Image Comics, Beware the Eye of Odin. And it's by Matt Wagner, uh, art by Odland, Madsden, and Dukeshire. And you guys, I read the preview of this. It's super fun, super high energy. It really just looks like a phenomenal book. I'm super excited about anything that incorporates traditional Norse mythology. And this delivers on all fronts. And let's see what else we got here. Ali Oop, book three, The Invasion of Moo. This is a coffee table book collecting the Ali Oop newspaper strips. So check that out. And then finally, from Dynamite, I'm kind of excited about this. It's a twist on Red Sonia. What if Red Sonia was born in feudal Japan? And it's called Samurai Sonia. And it's by Dynamite out this week. Some great titles that you might want to pick up. I would love to know what you're reading You can send us an email or post a voice message and let us know what you recommend, what you think Johnny should be reading, and maybe something I missed out on. We would love to hear from you. And finally this week, we've got to talk about the new TV series that dropped here on Wednesday. We've got the Obi-Wan Kenobi finale on Disney+. Ms. Marvel Episode 3, and of course, the debut of Season 3 of The Umbrella Academy on Netflix. So much good stuff to watch. In addition, we've got a new episode of The Boys coming out on Friday on Amazon Prime. We've got new episodes of The Orville on Hulu, and any day now, we should get the second half of Season 4 of Stranger Things. So much TV, too little time. But I wanted to talk about the finale of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Six episodes, as has been the has been the pattern with the Disney Plus Marvel and Lucasfilm shows. I really like that. I like stories that have a finite beginning. I am very much a movie fan and I love short form stories. And so the six episode series really appeals to me because I don't have to invest hours and hours and hours into, you know, 13, 16, 20 hour episodes or 
you know, 20 episodes, whatever. I can invest half an hour a week into six episodes. And I love that the Disney Plus shows come out episodically. You have to wait a week. And from a marketing standpoint, I think that's really genius on the behalf of Disney. And we'll talk about that on another episode. Lucas Leverett and I have talked about that on previous episodes. Needless to say, no spoilers here. The Obi-Wan Kenobi finale was perfect in every way. Last week, I said that episode five may have been the most Star Wars Star Wars ever. I'm going to go back on that and say that this episode was the most Star Wars Star Wars ever. And it was perfect Star Wars. Anyone who had problems with this series early on, if you made it, if you have watched the entire series, if you've made it through episode six, you know that they wrap up all of the loose ends. They answer all of the questions that you've had as a fan. They've addressed the future and they've solved the problem of some of the perceived inconsistencies of this show as it fits between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. All of that was taken care of. All of that was wrapped up. All of the characters had a a final character arc. It set a new status quo. The hero's journey for Leia. The hero's journey for Ben. The character journey for another character that I'm not going to spoil. It was all perfect. It was so satisfying in so many ways. Now, I will say this. It still did not make me an Obi-Wan fan. I am still not an Obi-Wan fan. I still believe that he is a manipulative douchebag. Nothing in this series changed my mind about that. However, it made Vader such a sympathetic character. Oh, my God. If you're not crying at some point during this episode, you just don't have a soul. This was so perfect for Vader and so perfect for Kenobi in that we got to see both Vader and Kenobi in their prime. And for a lot of people who complain that the lightsaber duel in A New Hope is anemic and, you know, just kind of blah, and granted, it is. But this lightsaber, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Just watch Kenobi and and just know that episode six is everything. That's all you need to know. I would love to know what you're watching this week, what you thought about Obi-Wan Kenobi. I did watch Ms. Marvel uh, episode three. It was good. I'm not as wild about it as I was episode two. But again, I am on board. I'm hanging in there. I'm going to see this through to the end, and I'll share my final thoughts after the series. But Kenobi, magnifico. Loved it, and I hope you loved it too. I would love to hear your thoughts. Next week, I'll be talking about Orville and Umbrella Academy and some of my initial thoughts about that. Well, that's it for this week, I believe. Yeah, it is. It is. It's That's all I have this week. Um, there will be a lot more news, and we'll cover some of that on Saturday morning, but this will be a nice midpoint break for 
me and and D or Melissa or whoever does these episodes to bring you some midweek geek news. And that way we can cover more throughout the week and give you more of the kind of content that you love. But you are the most important part of this journey. I want to know if anything that we recommended resonated with you. If you watched any of the shows we recommend, if you picked up any of the comic books, and I want to know what you think about them and also help us turn us on to new stuff. What's something that maybe we should be watching that I haven't mentioned and tell me why you can do that with a voice message. You can go to back of the cereal box dot fun, leave a voice message and let us know what you think. We'll play it on the show and that'll be fantastic. All right, before we leave this week, we need to remind you to check out our sponsor, Hitchhiker Toys at hitchhikertoys.com. If you're in the Middle Tennessee area, go check them out in person in White House, Tennessee. I love Hitchhiker Toys. Every time I go in there, I see something that I've not seen anywhere else, and I see something that I want or need. Need is a pretty accurate description. I mean, I want everything, but I need a lot. And they always have it. They're locally owned. They're family owned. They're family friendly. Phenomenal store. You need to check them out. Hitchhikertoys.com. They also do eBay and whatnot auctions. So you don't have to come to the store. You can get their stuff online. If you like our episode, please connect with us at backofthecerealbox.fun. You can leave us a voice message. You can leave us an email. You can watch other episodes. You can even drop a review on our website. And you can contribute right from backofthecerealbox.fun. You can contribute using PayPal, Patreon, or buy me a coffee. There's a link right on the front page. You can buy us one, two, three, four bowls of cereal, an entire box of cereal. You can become a producer of the show. And if you love our content, we encourage you to do that. If you hate our shows, then contribute even more generously to improve it for you because this is about you and your journey. And with that, I will say thank you for listening Thank you for watching. Check us out on all the platforms. You can watch the videos on Facebook and YouTube. Listen on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon, all of the places. And if you like the show, share it with two, three hundred of your closest friends and family. Tell them to come share the fun. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.